Hey friends, welcome back to Enough for Today. It's June 9th, it's Friday. I hope you'll pray for a wonderful weekend at Emmanuel. I hope you'll be a part of it, uh, whether present or whether traveling by live stream. Pray that God will uh, bless our church, use our church. Pray that souls will be saved and new believers discipled. Pray that God will provide for our needs through the summer and add to our church family. Pray for those that are traveling and uh, that God will give them safety and a good, good time, good refreshing time with family. And, uh, and anyway, we are in Psalm 79. Thanks for joining me. We did a lot of history yesterday, talking about the global, the high end, the 30,000 foot view of this psalm, why it's here. I read verses 6, 7, 8, up to 9. Pour out thy wrath upon the heathen that have not known thee, and upon the kingdoms that have not called upon thy name, for they have devoured Jacob and laid waste his dwelling place. God fulfilled that prayer, answered that prayer. It's done. Those kingdoms lie waste today. Oh, remember not against us former iniquities. Let thy tender mercy speedily prevent us, precede us, meet us, save us, for we are brought very low. Help us, O God of our salvation. So today, let's take from that 30,000-foot view, that historical faithfulness of God through human history and through the history of Israel, where we concluded yesterday that God is faithful. Let's zoom in close to our lives now, and let's Let's remember this, that we belong to a God that even as the world comes undone around us, what is our call? Well, our call is to be influential to the degree that we can be. Our call is to be light, to preach the gospel, to love people, to love one another, um, to, to take the light and the truth to as many people as we can, to bring as many people to Jesus as we can, to find those open hearts, to seek out, to be unashamedly his followers, devotedly committed, um, audaciously, lovingly vocal, uh, uncompromising, unbending, not swallowing the world's lies, not drinking the world's Kool-Aid, not, not buying into the world's narratives, but not trying to do so unlovingly either or ungraciously. Our goal is to lovingly stand for truth, truth in love. But then we as a people, where does that leave us while we're in this brokenness, while we're in the middle of the rise of paganism, the rise of evil, our prayer can be this. Lord, remember not our former iniquities. Let, let us be the object of your tender mercies. We need mercy. We need grace. Uh, verse 9, help us, O God, of our salvation. Now, the first thing this speaks to is, who do you trust for salvation? Where is your hope placed? Is it in politics? Is it in the next president? Is it in the economy? Is it in uh, man-centered solutions? What is the hope of your soul? Is it your morality? Is it your religion? Are you trying to be good enough to get to God, to get forgiveness? Well, the Bible tells us we've all sinned. We've all come short of the glory of God. We're all condemned, and we need a God who is merciful. Well, good news, God is merciful, and he came as Jesus, and he went to the cross, and in mercy he died in your place and mine, and that was the fullest expression of his love and mercy. And so we can cry out in faith, God, be the God of my salvation. So if you've never trusted Christ as your personal Savior, then that's the starting point of a relationship with God, to lay aside your own good works, to lay aside your own religiosity and moralism, to lay aside your own philosophy and ideas and to realize there is a God you are not him Jesus is God he came in mercy and by him through him we can be reconciled to God and the God of creation though I have sinned against him 
The God of creation can become the God of my salvation. Not just the God of salvation, the God of my salvation. And in that, my friend, you can know the good news of the gospel. And no matter what happens around you, in the world around you, and no matter what you've done in your past, you can experience the mercy and the grace of God. You mean to tell me, Carrie, that all the things these people did, they were sacrificing their own children in the Valley of Hinnom. They were, they were literally destroying their own flesh and blood, like America is doing today. We're sacrificing, we're sacrificing our children in more ways than one. Yes, even that God will forgive if we would repent, if we would come to him and seek his mercy, nationally and individually, personally. But what I'm speaking of right now is personally. Help us, O God, of our salvation. If you have trusted him as the God of your salvation, then you can cry, help us. You have help. Every day, every moment, every step of the journey, you have help. Now look at the motive of why they're asking for help, for the glory of thy name. God, in, the, in this dark devastation, in this dark destruction, let us, help us, radiate the glory of your name. Deliver us, purge away our sins for thy name's sake. God, forgive us and then make us good ambassadors of you. Elevate and magnify and publish and propagate and glorify your name. This should be our prayer as believers in this modern day. God, as the day gets worse, as the dark gets darker, as the broken gets more broken, as evil grows, let the light shine brighter from me, from my life today. Let that be your prayer, my friend, this Friday, this weekend, and as we press into the summer and the years and months ahead. Thanks for joining me for this Friday. We'll see you Sunday, and if not, on Monday. Have a great weekend. 